Hey guys, good morning to you. Listen, it is Friday morning, July the 9th, where I am. I don't know what time it is, what day it is, or where you are when you listen to this. Uh, but if you listen today, I hope you have a great day. Uh, once you get here in Tylertown, Mississippi, it looks like it's going to rain. Let me tell you who I am, what we're doing, and let's get started. <clears throat> I am Danny Smith. I'm your Bible teacher for DK Ministries. I am thrilled to be with you today and excited uh, for the opportunity just to uh, share with you some truth from God's Word. If you have your copy of God's Word, if you'll turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 7, we're going to read verses 10 through 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 through 12. We're going to talk about something today that really, to be honest with you, needs to be talked about more. I don't think many people who claim to be believers understand the reality and the need for this. Uh, I believe somehow in our preaching and our teaching of the Bible, we have overlooked this. I kind of like talking about tithing. People just don't do it very much because people don't like it. Well, uh, the topic for today, people don't talk about it very much because people don't like it. But it's an important topic is the topic of repentance. And uh, a lot of people know repentance. Well, man, listen, I'm a Christian. Yeah, well, that's great. That's wonderful. It's I'm glad that you are if you are. But have you <clears throat> repented of your sins? Oh, I did that before I came to Jesus. What about after? Have you, do you realize that uh, the sin slips, comes, evades, whatever you, you know, however you want to describe it, into our life, even as Christians, we let our guard down and it, and it, it diminishes, in some cases, destroys our witness. And if we don't repent of it and get away from it and move away from it, uh, that is not going to change. Now, I do want to say, I use the word destroys our witness. I want a, a phrase, really. I want to say this. Nothing is really ever destroyed in the work of God by the uh, influence of Satan because God can restore, redeem, and nothing is impossible with God. I think sometimes the teachers and preachers today that we often hear on the radio, on TV, and these other places, they forget that reality as they seem to give you the impression that God can't uh, redeem, restore, renew, refresh, whatever needs to be done in your life and my life, but he can. And because he can, we can overcome, uh, as the Bible says, by the blood of the Lamb. Hey, this is DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word podcast. We're here. It's Friday. Uh, we're just kind of taking a, a look into a passage of God's Word. I hope you've had a great week. I hope things have gone well to you. Listen, we record our podcast on Anchor. Uh, we put them on our Facebook page, My Story. Uh, and sometimes people just uh, can't really uh, get up to open up very easily. I don't have a lot of luck sometimes on my Facebook, but uh, we, we did one called uh, Seeds, Planting Seeds, this earlier this week. And I never could get it open on mine, but other people have told me they have. I'm thankful for that. So if you can, uh, uh, open it there. Uh, that's great. But let us know if that's where you listen. You're just curious. We just like to kind of... Uh, get an idea of what people listening. In other words, if this ministry isn't effective, then we don't want to necessarily uh, continue taking up your newsfeed or, or whatever. But we do want to continue uh, encouraging you and getting you, if you will, to encourage others to listen to the podcast on Anchor or Spotify. You can find them on Apple. You can find them lots of places. Now, you say, why do you only talk about Apple? Why do you only talk about Spotify and Anchor if they're available so many places? Well, I know what happens at Anchor. I can read and, and see and kind of keep up with how many people listen. Now, the majority of people who, who uh, email us at dspreacherman.gmail.com admit to us when they listen to podcasts, they do so on Spotify. That's the way I know they listen on Spotify. I never get any information from Spotify. 
but I do know that we have people. That's where they listen, and we're thankful for that. And Anchor and Spotify, well, you know how big companies are, and I don't know how big they are, but uh, I think Spotify is big. But anyway, uh, Spotify and Anchor are somehow related, and so they're related. So the, the podcast available there. But other people have told me they're in iTunes and other places, and I do know some people, a few people, uh, have listed in some of those places. Okay, <clears throat> now all that is the fluff stuff. Okay, we're going to get to the to the reading and the and and the lessons I want to share with you today. I just wanted to make sure you understand. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. Appreciate you share that podcast with others and letting us know is dspreacherman at gmail dot com. All our case. What you think? What comes to your mind? Whether they helped you? Whether they didn't help you? Uh, so we want you to let us know uh, what's going on uh, in your thoughts about the podcast. Now, Paul wrote to the Corinthians, and he wrote about godly sorrow, which produces repentance and often leads to salvation. In, in, our, <clears throat> in our talk today, as I begin, I reminded you that as believers, even though we have come to Christ, we still need to make sure that Satan isn't um, slipping into our life and leading us down that sinful road and thus destroying, uh, damaging corrupting our witness, our testimony, our lives in so many ways. Okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 through 12. I haven't been keeping track, but I know that's at least three times, maybe four times, probably more times than many of you care to hear. I have mentioned that passage of Scripture. Here's what I think. If you were going to find that passage, you have found that passage and you're ready to go. And if you weren't going to look for it, nothing I say is going to change your mind. So I hope that you listen, and I thank you for listening. Paul writes, for godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation. Now, that is true. No one is saved without repenting of their sins. And by the way, repenting means turning from. It's not just being aware that sin is wrong, but you've turned from your sin and turned toward the Savior. If when you pray to receive Christ, when you came to Jesus, there's no one talked to you about repentance, then they missed the boat. And you need to make sure that you have repented of your sin. Uh, for godly sorrow re- re- produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted. But the sorrow of the world produces death. Oh my gosh! Well, that's true. Uh, it's not. It's not false. It's not fake. It's. It's, it's not. Uh, you know, not said for. Uh, what's that shock value? <laughs> I know some people who do their things and they do them just for shock value. Well, Paul's not doing this for shock value. He's just telling you that. Uh, well, as he says, the sorrow of the world, it produces death, and it does. For observe this very thing, that you sorrowed in a godly manner, as verse 11, what diligence it produced in you, what clearing of yourselves, what indication, what fear, what vehement desire, what zeal, what vindication, in all things you proved yourselves to be clear in this matter. Therefore, although I wrote to you, I did not do it for the sake of him who had done the wrong, nor for the sake of him who suffered wrong, but that I I care for you in the sight of God might appear to you. We need to repent of our sins. Uh, you say, well, my preacher doesn't preach on it. Shame on him. <laughs> my preacher doesn't mention. Shame on them. My church, you know, they would rather be, you know, warm, fuzzy feeling. Shame on them. If we haven't repented of our sins, whether it's a sin before we come to Christ, a sin after, uh, then we have done right. So why is it so important? Once we've come to Christ, once we're on our way here, guaranteed ticket to heaven. Well, for our testimony, for our witness, for our, our fellowship with the Lord, for all these things and more that I have time to mention. I've already gone seven minutes. I didn't even get started. And so just let me tell you quickly. In fact, let me let me change gears. Let me shift and just mention to you some things that happen 
when we repent and when we realize we need to repent. Uh, first off, I'll just tell you this. When we realize we need to repent, God is reminding us that we've turned our back on our sin. Now, you, I, everyone, there are times for whatever reason we well, we find ourselves falling into sin. It, 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 it may be a sin of action. It may be a sin of thought. Remember, there are two kinds of sin. Sins of commission and sins of omission. And so sometimes that that move into sin doesn't mean we go out and do all these awful, terrible things. It just means that we have begun to live in a thought world and begin to think about things, do things, move toward things that are sin. And God is waiting to cleanse us of our sin. And when we realize that God is calling us to repent, remember what, what Peter said, if we confess our sins, he is faithful just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, he was writing to believers. He uh, he wasn't writing an evangelistic book per se. Uh, I, I think sometimes we, we, we miss the mark. We think, oh, everything in the Bible is written uh, to evangelize people. Well, it, it, it is written to evangelize, but it is written also to remind those like you and like myself and others who've come to Christ that we still must walk to walk, talk to talk, live the life, do the things that God has called us to do. I'm amazed. Now, I'm amazed at the people uh, who... Uh, you know, one minute, you know, praise the Lord, you know, you know, God is so good. And next minute they're using language. Well, it embarrasses anybody and everybody who's walked with the Lord and don't want to be heard. He said, oh, Brother Danny, people can't help their language. Absolutely, you can help your language. It's one of the things, if your language is horrible, you need to repent of. You just absolutely do. Okay. Now, I don't want to stay on that too long because I'm not preaching against language necessarily today. I'm just trying to bring you a reminder that you and I need to make sure that when sin slips in, we we ship it out, that we get rid of it, we move it away. Uh, because it does, and look, I can give you a dozen reasons why sin will slip into a life of a believer who really wants to serve the Lord. And, and it gets to, to, to be the reality of sometimes we just, well, we just kind of close our eyes to it. Sometimes we notice other people sin on our own and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, when we repent... We pinpoint what we have done, we turn from it, and commit ourselves to do it no more. Now, that doesn't mean somewhere down the road, it won't try to slip back in. It will, it does. And by the way, if you have a tendency uh, to surrender certain things, if you ever wonder, why does this sin come back after a while? I've repented of it. Well, because Satan knows your weakness. That's really what Satan does. Satan isn't all-powerful, but he does know certain things about us. And I'm not going to get into... uh, 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 discussion of Satan this morning. It's not what this uh, podcast is about. And I don't want to argue with you about Satan's ability and abilities and all those things, but here I will tell you, while he is not good, he's good at what he does. So what he does is throw things at you, towards you, around you, near you, in the path that you are going to walk or whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, that he knows you are likely to fall into. Now, he's often wrong. And, and, and by the way, if your spiritual eyes were ever really open, you'd be amazed at the number of things that he threw at you. This is Now, this is my belief. I don't have a verse for that. So don't write me. Just telling you. Uh, in my experience, when your eyes begin to get open spiritually, and, and by the way, I do think there's time to time where God allows us to see things like this. We're amazed at, gosh, the things that Satan, Satan threw at us. Now, we're not going to have a huge discussion here, but we didn't give it to this, we didn't give it to that. But there are things that Satan throws at us, and sometimes we are just amazed when we see it, when we realize it, how much he does. Listen. If you go back and study the temptation of Jesus, and I know we don't have long, we're already, well, we're already past, <laughs> I'm already having to cut out, okay? Uh, but if you go back and look at the temptations of Jesus, you'll find that Satan left him for a season, 
because uh, he couldn't win. He couldn't couldn't trap him and anything else. But he did come back. You and I need to understand that Satan will leave for a season, but he'll be back. Uh, just because we win today doesn't mean we won't have to battle tomorrow. Uh, just because we win today and tomorrow doesn't mean we won't have to battle the next day. Uh, I've been hearing this um, this commercial, and I think it's a quote uh, from a movie or something. I'm not really sure. I hadn't seen the movie, but uh, the the commercial quotes, baseball coach, baseball manager, whatever, we won today. That's one in a row. We win tomorrow. That's two in a row. And if we win the next day, that's three in a row. That is called a winning streak. Now, that's not exactly, that's kind of a parallel, a par- paraphrase. I didn't copy it down. Uh, uh, but the guys thought, hey, we can get on a winning streak here. Now, the spiritual application of that is you and I can get on a winning streak. And, and today we may overcome sin and tomorrow we may beat it back. And the next day we may do the same. And maybe for a while we just walk in the Lord. And that's awesome. But let me tell you something. Satan's going to come back, and when he does, and when something slips in or, or something, you know, trips us up, we need to be ready to repent of our sin, uh, turn from our sin, and turn once again to our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, and, and so what happens when we repent? We put ourselves into uh, receive the the cleansing of God for our sin, and then once again, uh, we, we can enjoy the the fellowship of walking in his presence. We pinpoint what we have done and turn from it and, yeah, commit ourselves to doing it no more. And if the human frailty that is our heart, our soul, our, our earthly spirit and all these things uh, gives into it and we realize it, we remember it, we reflect on it and say, oh, no, 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 no. I've, 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 I've confessed that. I'm done with that. And, yes, I know that it's kind of like uh, something just keeps on coming back. It's got that uh, baseball they're dealing with, this sticky, tacky stuff that just uh, uh, holds on and gives you a grip. And, and sometimes we've got that, ticky st- that sticky, tacky stuff uh, in our sins, and it just doesn't let go. And well, so while we may leave it behind for a season, it comes back. But when we confess it and do away from it, uh, we we are able to experience God's cleansing and walk in His presence. And, and and we were able to pinpoint when we repent of our sins, what we have done and turn from it. Now, <clears throat> one of the problems that I know a lot of Christians have, and I'm just, oh, Lord, forgive us of our sins, but we never name our sins. Oh, look, publicly, you don't need it. Yeah, listen, you don't want to go to a church service and say, oh, Lord, forgive me. I th- I, I th- I th- no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Uh, but when you pray between, when your prayer is between you and God, when it is in that prayer closet situation, and I'll use that quotation marks. Uh, um, I know some people who go, quote unquote, to a prayer closet. I know there was a movie of a lady I've heard a lot about uh, that she had an awesome prayer closet, apparently. But the truth is that prayer closet becomes that place where you're comfortable and you can pray and you can just tell God what's on your heart. And when you're in that place, you need to have pure, clean, direct confession of whatever the sin is, okay? Now, when you're in a public sitting and someone prays or you're praying with them or you're leading the prayer, uh, Lord, forgive us of our sins, in your mind, in your, you need to be thinking if you have, the Lord, I've, you know, I confess this, I confess that. Uh, listen, deal with it. Make sure that you deal with it. When we confess our sins, it nurtures our soul with the wisdom and healing power of God. That's true. I mean, it's absolutely true. We know it. But we don't act upon it. But when we confess our sins, the healing power of God is activated in our life. We're so thankful for that and so so glad that happens. And then finally, and I know we're going to close here in a moment because just time's getting away from us. 
But when we confess our sins, when we repent of our sins, but remember, confession's important, but you have to add repentance to it. So when we confess, repent of our sins, we nurture our soul with the wisdom and healing power of God, but we also learn to trust him to do what we couldn't do on our own. And that keeps us on the path of righteousness. And so uh, I just wanted to talk to you for a few moments about repentance of sin. You say, Brother Danny, the way you gave those, I, I, I can't number them and I can't remember them that way. You kind of just run them all together. I do. I did. I, uh, I, I am not gifted in the one, two, three, four, five um, mode of preaching. It's never have been. It's not my gift. God didn't give it to me. I try sometimes to take care of that. And this morning I'm going to do that because I believe this is so important. So if you have any inclination, you want to write this down, I'm going to try to give it to you, and I'm going to try to give it to you in numbers. And if you know me, and I make it to the numbers without messing them up, you know you have heard <laughs> a miracle today. I told a lady the other day, I was, uh, I was, I went into, uh, Kathy's not up, so she doesn't need to know this. I went into a bakery that has, oh my gosh, she's awesome. Well, uh, there's a there's a bakery like this in Hammond that has just terrific donuts and apple fritters and kolaches and all this stuff. Well, that's not quite on that level, but it's really good. And I went in the other day, and I had a certain amount of money in my wallet, and I got what I, you know, this this uh, cinnamon roll takes a cherry picker to pick up, and a kolache, and I, I don't know, I just, so much money in my wallet. And I said, listen, if I got enough money left, I want to uh, uh, get a thing of chocolate milk as well. And she said, well, you've already got, and she gave me the amount, and it was like um, 14 cents more than I had. And I said, well, okay, I didn't want to use my card. I'm going to use my card. And I said, I, I realized now what I need to confess to you. I'm not a math major. I'm not a math guy. However, if you need somebody who majored in study hall, I'm your man. <laughs> If you look at my high school transcripts, you'll realize quickly I took every study hall I could. <laughs> oh, me. You say, you remember that? Yeah, there's some things in life you don't forget. Okay, here we go. Number one, when we repent, we realize that we need to come back to God. And, and that reminds us that we need to turn our back on sin that has slipped in. So that's number one. Um, I'm not going to repeat it. You can listen to it again. Number two, we pinpoint what we have done. We turn from it and do it no more. And I would just say, commit ourselves to doing it no more. Satan, who's not good, but good what he does, if he knows we have a tendency to fall for it, uh, uh, that he can slip it in, well, he will do that. Number three, when we repent... We encounter the grace of God on a personal level. On a personal level. And I, oh, that is so awesome. <laughs> I lost count. Was that number three? Let me think. What did I do? One, two, three. Yes, I think it was. By the way, if I mess up on the math, don't write me. <laughs> write me and tell me you enjoyed it. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all lowercase. <laughs> but don't correct my math. Teachers have done that for years and it never worked. And I shouldn't have done that because I've really lost count. I think this is number four. We nurture, when we repent, we nurture our soul with the wisdom and the healing power of God. Number five, when we repent, we trust God to do what we couldn't do on our own, to keep, namely to keep us on the path of righteousness. And so those are some reasons and those are some realities about repentance. Too many believers today Forget the importance of repenting, this, repenting of their sin even after they have come to Christ. I pray that you have 
repented of your sin and that you're walking the life that you want to walk, that you're walking filled with the Spirit. Listen, God bless you. We love you. Uh, here at DK Ministries, our goal is not to sell you something, give you something. I try to tell you that today I wanted to give you some wisdom on the importance of repenting of our sin, and I hope I've done that. There's a number of ways you can contact us. Uh, dspreacherman at gmail.com, of course, is uh, probably the easiest, but a lot of people can't remember email addresses for some reason. And so uh, if you can't remember dspreacherman at gmail.com, all our case, then maybe you can remember to look up DK Ministries on the Facebook page, and you can uh, contact us on that and let us know. And um, those are two of the ways that you can reach us. Thank you. God bless you. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sharing these podcasts with others and letting them know. And there are some people out there who have done that, who uh, who do share with others. I hope that you tune in the podcast. Yes, it'll be available on, on my, uh, my news feed today. Once again, sometimes the, when I share on my news feed, I can't pull it up. But I did have people yesterday when I asked, yeah, I listened on the I listen on the news feed. I can pull it up. So thank you for that. And I hope that you'll let us know. Listen, we love you. We're praying for you. Oh, let me tell you this. I'm going to go. I just, we had the greatest joy last night. We ran into somebody we hadn't seen in a couple of years. We hadn't seen before we retired. They they came to Spring Creek uh, when they lived in the area in childhood and, and had a lot of good days. And it was just so awesome to get to catch up with them and, and, and be reminded of the good things that God has done in their life. And, and and then they said, you know, y'all were a part of a lot of things that God has done, basically. And boy, what a what a sweet, sweet thought and spirit. Probably probably not as much reality in that as they'd like to think, because God doesn't need our help. <laughs> but it was nice to be thought of. And then we made a visit yesterday afternoon to some folks we love dearly, and well, the season seemed to be catching up with them. And um, a lot of our friends are that way. Uh, that we've known for a long time, and I'm sure you've got some. So yesterday, we were reminded the importance of praying for those who have, well, reached the age where they just need to be, they need some help, they need some encouragement. And so today, if you have some people who are getting feeble, uh, some people who are, you know, not as well as you would love them to be, there is something you can do. You can pray for them. Pray that God would bless them. Pray that God would send people in their life uh, to minister them. I don't know if either one of those will ever make a whole podcast for themselves, but I wanted to, I wanted to mention those two things to you. Number one, because that, that first man just blessed us. Um, but oh, by the way, he bought our supper, so that was really good. <laughs> no, no way, we were going to bring him in and treat him the supper, and he whispered to the waitress before we even started. Apparently, uh, that he was going to do that since I was getting ready to pay. Uh, he, he gave, he, you know, he gave her the. The thing, and we appreciated that so much. Hey, man, if you're listening, I doubt that you are, but if you are listening, or if somebody's heard the story from him, tell him that we deeply appreciated it. But more than anything, we enjoyed it, enjoyed that hour. So we got to spend one another in one of the local restaurants here in Macomb, Mississippi. Oh, let me tell you how God works. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, you, look, if you listen this long, you got another minute. So he had gone to Shreveport, uh, and, and he had done that, and. Uh, he was hungry, so he stopped at this restaurant that Kathy and I very seldom eat at, to be honest with you. Now, um, Kathy and I do eat out a lot, much more than I guess a lot of people think. But but we've discovered that a lot of times you eat the right thing. You can uh, you can eat out for two to about as cheap as you could do, you know, buy the groceries and everything, and then we don't have to worry about the leftovers. And so we uh, 
we decided to, at the last minute we would go there. We did. I just, you know, a week ago here, hadn't gone here. And there's a lot of reasons we don't go all the time. Uh, and so we pull up and the young man was talking to someone. Of course, we didn't recognize him. They were standing in the parking lot and I just assumed it was, you know, two friends talking. And uh, so we get out of the car and I hear him tell the guy he's talking to. Well, I'm going to turn right here and hug these two folks. And uh, oh, it was just a good moment. I love those folks in that area. I spent 28 years with them and they're, they're just wonderful folks. And... Um, and there I look. I hadn't seen this young man in uh, quite a few years. And Kathy, not sure she's seen him since he graduated high school, which was about 12 years ago. So, you know, kids grow up, they move on, go on. And so we just got to have a reunion, and I, we just thank God for it. But here's the point. It's what I call a divine appointment. God brought him there all the way from Shreveport, going back to Kentwood. But there were literally hundreds of places that he could have eaten that day in that time, that moment, and he chose to eat at Macomb, Mississippi. I'm not sure many people ride from Shreveport to eat at Macomb, but he did. And then at the last minute, God guided us there, and he gave us a blessing to spend some time with him. And he said, oh, man, why are you telling us that? Well, I just want to remind you, God wants to bless you. He really does. And so confess your sins, turn from your sins, repent of your sins, and let the blessings of God fall on your life. This has been DK Ministries Podcast. Actually, it's DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith. I am your Bible teacher. You can contact us at dspreachermangmail.com, all our case. I'll catch up with us on, as my friend says, on the Facebook. And uh, uh, send us a prayer request. Just let us know, hey, I listened. I've been listening. I'm going to start listening. I've told my friends, whatever you can just send us some encouragement. That's great ministry. Send us that. We love it. We love you. God bless you. Praying for you. See you later.